Thanks for tuning in to Strap on Your Boots. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. I'm a successful entrepreneur, award-winning filmmaker, and a guest lecturer at top universities along with Udemy for my course, Startup Essentials. In today's episode of Startup Journey, I have Krishna Mohan, a successful entrepreneur and business coach of Genius Visionary, Inc. Thanks for joining the podcast, Krishna. Uh, thanks. Uh, thanks so much, Jason, uh, for inviting me. No problem. Everybody is going to always want to know how you first started your business and like what led you to it. Yeah, I come from corporate background uh, and I was uh, uh, in several management positions work, uh, working for Fortune 500 companies. And then um, I have my own observations about the market and, and um, the, the corporate uh, structure and, and general understanding about business. And, um, and then I also got a chance to work for several startup companies, you know, raising capital, um, helping them uh, on various aspects. Um, then I kind of had my own um, outlook towards the market, outlook towards the whole entrepreneurship thing and, and, and whole work and life balance and things like that. And I said, okay, and maybe this is the time for me now that I have the skills, I have the knowledge, I have the ability and I have the hunger to grow. Um, then I, I, I should do something on my own. And then I realized um, that I have identified some set of problems in the market Many of those problems, I did not find solutions in the companies that I work for. Why not I provide solutions for those problems? And that solution by itself is my business. Um, and then that's how I started Genius Visionary. And then that's how I started uh, Genius Visionary as a management consulting firm. And, and the areas that we focus on, the areas that I see as problems. And then that's how I slowly graduated to business coaching and academy and all of those things I can elaborate, but they're all solving some real problems in the market. And that's how I structured uh, my business. Interesting, because that's usually the best way for entrepreneurs to start a business is by finding a pain point in their daily struggle, their daily life, their daily work, and mm -hmm. then figuring out a way to solve it. And then, of course, validating it for their business and then opening it up to the public through a beta launch and then continuing yeah. on. So that's, yeah. so you're basically the example of, of finding a problem in the world that you are facing. Yes. How can you solve it to make your life easier? And yes. then of course others can use that as well. So that, that, that's exactly the definition of an entrepreneur. So good job on that. Um, when was the moment though? So, you know, you, mm. I know you said that you, you found mm. a, a solution, mm. but where was the actual moment where you said, aha, I know that I have something here and, mm -hmm. and, and others are telling me they have the same problem. What was that actual moment? Yeah, um, I, I was in a role where I was uh, primarily um, uh, in the B2B environment, uh, facing this small business owners on a daily basis, um, at least five to 10 business owners on a daily basis. As I started interacting with them, what I realized is that they lack a lot of skills to run the business. Um, most of them, they are in business by accident. I, nobody, I have seen very few folks uh, are on purpose. Um, you know, it's like I do a job or maybe I do a business. Um, I'm doing this because I'm making money. It's working, so I'm good. That's all they know. They're not thinking much more than that. But in reality, that, that's not the way it works. You need to understand sales. You need to understand marketing. You need to understand your customer, your product, your, 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 the supply chain, the operations. There are so many things that are involved. And what I realized is maybe, you know, a few folks are maybe good at their craft, 
maybe a little bit in sales, maybe some one some product is working very well, maybe that particular location of the business is, but they're not really, they don't have the 360 degree perspective of the business. They don't have the holistic view of, of, of starting and then ending of the business and then how this ties to the economy. All these things are completely loose ends. And, and then I started realizing this pattern after pattern and repetition and repetition. I would have dealt with more than 500 to 1,000 customers. So this is a lesson to entrepreneurs out there. When you find yourself in a loop where you keep doing something over and over again or you identify an issue that keeps popping up over and over again, yeah. there's a way to kind of solve that so you can stop doing that. There's a way to avoid that. There's a way to save time by, by making it work a lot better. Then during this process... That you mm-hmm. that you found this and you had and you started to build something. What were some mm-hmm. of the challenges or the main challenge that you you had while building it? Yeah, so the challenges that I had is getting uh, the right feedback in terms of uh, you know uh, the testing that I did. You know when we test as in marketing and sales, we keep testing on a daily basis. I still test on a daily basis because. Of course. You know, it, 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 there's no perfect solution for it. So that was a challenge for me, you know, what works um, um, in, in a specific industry. And then can I translate from that industry to another industry um, and the feedbacks that I'm getting. Um, so I, so the data that I'm, I have the problem with that in terms of really narrowing down because I'm solving revenue problems, I'm solving funding and financing problems, and then I'm also uh, helping them to build business credit uh, for business owners so they have the strong financial foundation. So I'm trying to solve some serious problems here. So so, so for me, the, the data uh, coming from different industries and then in the companies at different levels, um, that, that was a challenge for me, um, but, um, but that's okay because the market that I'm catering is so wide um, uh, we, we, we just went forward and then we started implementing um, these strategies. Uh, and as we start implementing in real time, as we start seeing results, then we started extrapolating and then, you know, perfect transition to other industries. And, and, and that, that, that's how it is. Uh, and and it just is. to make a note, feedback is one of the main things I teach is that in, unless you get customer feedback, you're basically yeah. guessing, right? You're, yes, throwing, you're yes. throwing darts and without yeah. feedback, you think everything you, that you want to build is the right thing to build. And that's just not the way it works. You need to yes. ask the market, market. To tell you what they want, yes. analyze the data, analyze yes. the feedback, and then iterate. Yes and tweak your platform or your business to meet yes. their needs. And that's what people need to hear. So I'm glad you said that. Now, yeah. during the, this journey of yours, mm-hmm. I'm sure you made some mistakes. Yeah. If, if you could pick one of them, just one, and mm-hmm. avoid it, what was the mistake and how would you have avoided it? Um, the number one mistake, I think, uh, uh, again, there's a pattern as a business owner or an entrepreneur or even as a, as a, as a, as a, as a marketer is assumptions. We, we assume a lot of things when we are dealing with the client, uh, when we are launching the product, when we price a product, um, they're wrong. I mean, I, I realized that, you know, reducing the pricing is a bad strategy. I, I, now I'm into a, a place where I'm actually going to increase pricing uh, and then increase value. You know, so basically if I'm adding, if I'm giving you 10 times more value than the price, then it's just no brainer. Um, but am I really generating that kind of value? That's the real question. It's not about my price. So that goes back to assumption. 
uh, again, in terms of negotiation, negotiations, also there is a lot of assumptions in, in negotiation. If you don't get your facts right, then you, you assume and you're wrong. Um, and that, I think that that's, that's a big one. Uh, that is actually a big one. Um, a lot of things, a lot of times we think this customer cannot afford this. That's again an assumption. What makes you think that they cannot afford you? The moral of the story is never assume anything. It makes an no. ass out of you and me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it, it is so true. You know, sometimes because uh, what I realized is when you actually do it, it's like conquering your fear, right? You know, again, that's an assumption. Yeah. You, may, you make other person superior by making yourself inferior. Um, it, it, in a lot of times I had one stop close. I just met them for the first time. Having a business is fantastic, but a lot of businesses fail within the first five years. The reason why is usually they run out of money or they mm. just, they're, they're stressed out or they're tired. So mm. was there ever a moment in your career where you just, mm. you just wanted to give up and you wanted to throw in the towel? Um, and if so, what got you through it? Like what kept you going? Well, you know, the, the basically uh, in my case uh, or in anybody's case, they need to be determined. They need to really have a goal. Why are you in this business in the first place? That is a real question. Are you going to build your company to sell you know, for somebody in Silicon Valley? Are you going to sell to some private equity? Are you going to take this business and then just retire? Uh, are you going to just have this as a replacement of your job? These, dif- these are different goals. Will, will, will give different answers to the same question. Now, in my, in my case, this is a marathon race. So quitting is not even an option. I'm in this forever. You know, I, yeah, I, if not this strategy, then I'll have to figure out a plan B, then plan C, maybe plan D or plan E. But I have to make this happen. I'm not going to quit. So that's what I realized. And then it's easy to quit. Quitting is very easy. I don't like this business. Just get out of it and do something else. It's so easy. But staying in the business and making it happening, uh, making it happen is the difficult part. That's where we need to step up our game. That's where we need to increase our knowledge. That's where we need to have deeper level of understanding about every aspect of business. And that's what drives me um, because, uh, you know, I, I, I know that this is the way to go. Um, this is the way for, uh, you know, for, 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 for becoming wealthy in life. There's no shortcuts. And it, it, this is a long-term game. You know, this is not a fly-by-night operation in any sense. Um, you know, whether we are talking about e-commerce or we are talking about, you know, drop shipping, on the surface, everything looks good. But when you actually do it, you know the PhD kind of a research that you do in the behind the scenes. Nobody... Brought up a great point because everybody thinks drop shipping is like <laughs> in the world. They're like, oh, I see this article or this uh, this course online, and I can be a drop shipper and make millions of dollars. And like, first of all, you're not going to make any money because there's, it's a saturated market. Secondly, if you're not determined to stick through the, like you said, determination. If you're not if you're not going to be in it for five years or two to four years, and you know it's going to be a long tail business then you might as well not even bother. You're going to waste time and money and you're going to get frustrated. But the, the main thing you said that I liked was that setting goals. And what I tell a lot of people is when you start a business, and it doesn't matter if you're writing a book or if you're making a movie or if you're starting a, you know, a startup, tech startup, you have to set priorities and goals and make a list of small action items that you want to reach on a daily, weekly, monthly, and then an annual basis. So that as you reach those little milestones and those little goals, you see that you're completing your goal, your tasks until you finally reach the end. So it's not like, Oh, it's going to take me five minutes to get this done. It's going to take you a year, two years to five years or whatnot. So 
that's a good that's a good thing is determination and goal setting at least in my opinion it's one of the big ones now yes. during all your businesses and everything that you do um i'm 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 assuming here that you have employees or you manage people mm-hmm. what what's it been like you know managing them uh hiring mm-hmm. interns employees what's it like managing them what's easy about it what's hard about it um well, the, 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 there's nothing easy about it, as a matter of fact. You know? <laughs> if, you, you, if it is easy, it's also easy you know, for them to leave you. If it's really sounding that easy, you know, it's easy to hire somebody. It's very easy to lose them, too. The, 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 it, it's, the process is, is very simple. You're looking for the right fit. You're looking for the, the person who can share your vision, who can come onto your page, and then and share the same values and then respect and appreciate what you do. And then you are fully committed to him. You know, there should be a match in that, in, in that, in that perspective. Uh, that's what I'm looking at when I'm looking at in a person. I, I can teach the, the craft. I can teach the skill if they have the basics. Um, it, sometimes it's fine, but, uh, uh, and it's not an easy one because I'm looking at you know, people who are going to be part of this journey. You know, it's almost like they're reaching that same destination. Um, so they better make sure that they're in the same bus. They're, they're, in, they're in the right place. So yeah, I, it's like a relationship. I mean, it's, you're, it's, you're it's committed a, to somebody and you want to make sure that you get along and you want to make sure you have the same kind of synergies, the same kind of vision, because if, if, it, if it doesn't kind of align, then you're wasting your time and you're wasting their time and it's just not going to work. And that's the part that, you know, as entrepreneurs, we make mistakes. We don't really look at that perspective. Okay, we look at all the skills. We look at all that um, other things, good things like attitude and all other things that, um, that that brings value to the job, but we don't look at these other things, because if if we are building a company, you, you need you, you need people who are way way good way, way better than their own job, um, be, because this is not going to be an easy ride. So that is the number one criteria. So you, you, they better be prepared for it. Now, uh, being an entrepreneur or a business owner, it does have its advantages. Um, of course, when a lot of people say to you or to me or anybody that runs a business, oh, you're so lucky. You know, I love hearing that because they, they see the surface, you know, of, you know, our freedom, you know, we're our yeah. own business person. We, we have a lot of flexibility, but they don't realize not only how long it took us to get to where we are, but right. how, much, how much work it is to do what we do, how difficult it is. And yes. also the, the downsides we get. But we do have a lot of perks and advantages. And I'd like to hear what some of your perks and advantages are to being an entrepreneur. Well, the number one thing is freedom. You know, freedom, freedom basically means that you have a you know, chance to um, invest your time in the right places. Uh, because that's what we do as an entrepreneur. You know, you got to be judicious in terms of where you use your time. Um, which I think is not so easy when you are an employee. Um, uh, but um, other than that, obviously there are you know several other advantages in terms of uh, you can have people working for you, um, so you you can leverage your time because we only have so much time, and uh, and obviously you know um, you can you you can leverage your experience in this business and then build another business. Right. Uh, unlike a job, you know, you, you leverage your experience and get another job, but here you can actually add another business to your business. Absolutely. So, so those are all positive things. And, um, but there is a price to pay. Um, yeah. If you're willing to pay the price, then, um, then good luck. Yeah. 
Awesome. When it comes to um, detaching yourself from the business, you know, you can't always work, right? And that's yeah, one, of the yeah. things, one of the things I like about being an entrepreneur yeah. is being able to take breaks whenever I want and kind yeah. of, you know, you know, just clear my mind. So uh -huh. what, are, what are some of the things that you do to balance your work-life schedule? So I, I, I think, uh, uh, obviously, I, I take a lot of time to uh, think um, you know, so I, I spend some time for uh, meditation uh, every day um, and then also uh, try to go and connect with the nature. So, so uh, and then try to do things that are not relevant to business, uh, having a, you know, easy conversation with um, somebody not related to business. Uh, you know other topics and um, having a, a, you know a regular conversations will will de-stress you immediately because you're not thinking anything related to business because you need that energy uh, back when you are you know focusing on something. Um, so I think I, I try to do these things and then obviously you know play some um, you know sports and things like that so that would uh, bring me out of this zone. Awesome. That's great. Cause like when you're out in nature and, and you're, and you're just, you know, breathing in the trees and like the yeah. wind is coming at you. Sometimes I get my best ideas. Exactly. Exactly. So it's great. Um, now, so now any words of wisdom that you have for entrepreneurs starting a business? So like basically if you could go back in time to your, yeah. your 20 yeah. year old self your yeah. 20 years old, and tell us of Krishna, yeah. these are the three things you need to do. To be mm -hmm. successful, what would you tell yourself? I think the the, the the number one thing that I would say every entrepreneur is pick up um, uh, the skills that are needed, like account, little bit of accounting, little bit of finance, little bit of sales. Um, no matter what you do, uh, or and a little bit of marketing. Without these things, you can you can you can only go so far. You can only go so far, and you're going to pay the price if you don't know what to ask your accountant. Your accountant will not tell you everything that he knows. You, you need to have uh, so these are these things are are extremely important. Um, just enough knowledge that at least you you should be able to be able to use the experts because you you cannot be the master of everything, but but you are the you are in the driver's seat. That I, I think that's that's a very important thing. And the second thing is that always stay stay on top of. Uh, the guys who are already making it, like going back to your goals, if your goal is to build $10 million company in the next three years, hang, hang out or make friends with who, the guys who made $10 million already. So just try to surround yourself with successful people, which is a very common... Um, yeah, common yeah to, to try and seek some answers. You know, they'll be happy to share with you, but get their attention. You know. But how do you get their attention? Add some value. Your job is always to add value, whether it is customer or somebody else. Add some value for that's them. A, and that's a great point, too, because uh, over the years uh, from pitching so many investors, one of the things I learned was you don't want to ask investors or these $10 million companies for money. You want no. to ask them for advice and feedback. So yes. asking, asking a guy who owns a, an Airbnb or whatever and say, hey, do you think you have time for a quick five-minute coffee so I can just pick your brain? And, and if you say what you're building and how it maybe it could benefit Airbnb in the future yeah. – then yeah. maybe he'll say yes. You never know what that. You never know these guys, right? They, they might say yeah. yes, you, but you got to take a chance, right? You have to. You have to take a chance and or or or, or give some, give some something in return. Like you know, I have few ideas that 
you could you could implement in your marketing um they are willing to listen because they want to step up their game right but do do your research don't just go with the shallow hands and just ask ask yeah. ask try to give something which will put you in a better position where you know they they treat you at their level and then they will share yeah, most likely they will share um what you need absolutely um and and the third thing um is 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 as i told you is this is a long term game never get into a business with short term expectations um uh, of course the wisdom comes from failing inevitably you will fail but you, you at least you have some choice to fail in in few areas you know or avoid failures in different areas but being aware of these things will will put you in a better position to to not 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 potentially make mistakes perfect so just some final thoughts words of inspiration or encouragement uh what you would tell entrepreneurs out there <laughs> you know, what they can do to, uh, I, I, I think, um, you know, this, this year is an interesting year, but, um, irrespective, um, I'm pretty optimistic for 2021. Um, you know, everybody should be optimistic. Everybody should do the right things for their business. Um, and then, um, you know, work on your pending projects, work on the new product, work on your book, work on your, you know, paper, work on your content, work on sharing knowledge and adding value to your customer. Um, stay connected, uh, engage them, uh, differentiate yourself from your competition. Just stick to basics. Um, you'll be fine. Yeah, I agree. I think this is, uh, even with the pandemic and everything that's been going on in general, I feel like this is a really good time for people to finally Stop saying, I don't have time for this. No. Yes. Now, everybody for the past eight months, they've had the time to do it. And now, especially, and even now, you still have time to do it. So if you have any goals, any projects, anything that you mm -hmm. thought you didn't have time mm -hmm. for, now you can tackle them step by step. And by the time a year comes, comes by and we're in fall of 2021, you'll probably mm -hmm. be launched and you'll be glad that you started. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the big one. That is the big one. You know, you have time now. So we, we should take advantage of this time and do the things that we have been, you know, not focusing, you know, for many, many years. Fantastic, yeah. Krishna. It was a pleasure having you on the, the series on Startup Journey. And uh, there's a copy, a copy of your book is available on yes. your website, GeniusVisionary.com, right? Yeah, GeniusBusinessCoach.com. Okay. And uh, anybody um, want to get in touch with me, they can always write an email to krishna at geniusbusinesscoach.com. Perfect. I appreciate your time. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. See you in the next one. I hope you learned something in today's episode. If you did, please share it with your friends. If you have a business idea you'd like to pitch to me, you can do so on my website, jasonsherman.org. Don't forget to pick up a copy of my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, available on Amazon and anywhere books are sold. And if you want to dive even deeper into the world of entrepreneurship, I suggest you sign up for my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy.com. I really do appreciate your support if you decide to donate via PayPal, and I hope you tune in to my next episode.